Are you a coach, consultant, or service provider that's looking into going into the high ticket coaching space? If that is you, today's training is going to be for you. This is a little bit of an advanced strategy, whether you are whether you are new or you're advanced. If you're new, I want you to watch this. I want you to watch it, but keep it in your pocket for later because this strategy is not for new coaches. So I'm talking to my advanced coaches, consultants, and service providers for this training. So the first thing you want to look at when you're considering going into the high-ticket coaching space is really think about the clients that you have already had. And they're going to give you everything you need to know to formulate your high-ticket coaching offer, your high-ticket coaching package. So in today's training, I'm going to give you lit really, literally, targeted questions, like really a step-by-step, -step. targeted questions that you can consider uh, with for yourself with the people that you have already worked with, all right? So let's just go ahead and hop into it. Number one, in testing the knowledge of your clients or testing you know, the knowledge of your clients is you want to consider what are the top three characteristics that the clients you have already had, what are those top three characteristics for the ones that you would consider, hey, I like working with this client. This is my vibe. I don't feel stressed out because this is the thing. I don't st feel stressed out when I see their name um, on, my, on my client roster for the day or for the week. Like, What are the characteristics of the person that you would really want to work with that you have worked with before and it just gets your juices flowing. So write those three things down. Secondly, you are going to um, consider where do, where do those clients hang out online? Like for those to be your perfect clients, where do they hang out online right now already? What common places do you hear them talk about? If you hear them talk about any Facebook groups, any organizations, where do they hang out online? You also want to consider where do they hang out offline, okay? Number three, very important. The clients you usually serve, what are their biggest pain points when working with you, right? Even if you're helping them solve those things right now, what are their biggest pain points that you see the commonalities of all the clients you've worked with? Well, not all of them, all the clients that you've worked with that you actually would want to work with. Because how many of y'all know? I know, I know for me, there's tons of clients that I've worked with over the years that yes, we have worked together, but they're not necessarily who I would consider an ideal, what I call soulmate client. That's what we call them in, in my community, soulmate clients. Like you have a, a soulmate mate, we call them soulmate clients. So for the clients that you are working with or have worked with, worked with over the years that you would consider were just like good fits for you, what are the commonalities of the pain points that they suffer with? And then I want you to write those down. All right. Number four, look at those soulmate clients and what is their main goal that they want to be, become or have? What is the main goal they want to be, become, or have, right? And in what amount of time, most typically, do they figure they want to be able to do that, okay? What is their main goal to be, become, or have, and in what time period? For example, if you say, 
people come to me and they're on the, they've, you know, they've made, say that you're a business coach and you're teaching them how to grow their business. And consistently they've made, you know, six figure years or multiple six figure years. And they're really trying to break into that seven figure space. I just actually got a, a testimonial just yesterday from one of my clients that um, that just hit her first seven figure year. I'm so proud of her. But for, for people like in, in what amount of time do, you, do they typically want to hit that goal? OK, and then um, ask yourself, this client, this type of client, this client avatar usually spends around X number of dollars a year on products like the one that you offer not necessarily yours because they're already going to somebody to get these things that you're thinking about offering that would be a compliment to the business um, service that you already provide to them. What do they typically spend in a year for those products or services? Okay. Because consider that when it comes to your pricing. Next thing you want to consider is um, what are their top three expectations from products and services like yours? What are their top three expectations from products and services like yours? Now, I realize I'm going kind of fast. I don't want this video to be too long, but after it's over or whenever you see it, I want you to go back and watch it and stop and pause where you need to and really take this mini training as an as a, as a in, uh, introspective exercise and write down exactly the things that I'm asking you to write down. And when you do that, you're going to have a, a really good snapshot at what it would look like for you to step into the high ticket coaching space. Okay. Next one, um, you want to consider what is the, what is the best possible client experiences, um, the best possible client experience that you would want them to have. And how can you make sure you're able to facilitate that in the six months or year that they're going to work with you? The best possible client experience you would want them to have in the time frame that they're going to be working with you. For example, it might be that you want to for sure take these high ticket clients on a retreat. I have a um, I have a high ticket client actually right now. She is look, she's been in the space for a long time with what she does, but she's looking to take her first group of clients on an international retreat next year. And I'm walking her through that process and it's pretty cool. So one of the things for her to look at is what is the best possible experience you would want them to have at that retreat? Now see how we've compartmentalized it like that. So it can be compartmentalized like that one thing or over the year, what is the best experience you want them to have um, a testimonial about, if you will? What is the best experience you want them to have at that particular retreat? Okay. What is the best experience you would want them to have by working with you, period? So you can see how you can mix and match these things just by having the core question that I would want you to ask yourself so that you can build your coaching program in a way that it, 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 it's giving. It's giving what you want it to give, that your clients are receiving it the way you want to want it to be. Okay. Next one, um, how could I make this level of experience more consistent by ensuring that, by ensuring that what? By ensuring that they have a better life afterwards, 
um, maybe by ensuring that they um, double their money back or triple their money back or quadruple their money back by ensuring that they show up uh, in a more expansive way for themselves, you get to fill in the blank of what that means. Okay. Next one. Um, you have to be introspective. So I want you to ask yourself the worst possible client experiences I've had since I've been coaching, consulting, or a service provider, they happened when what? You got to look at both sides. The worst, think of the worst client experience you've had, they happened when you what? For example, we used to not have a questionnaire to get into some of our program, I mean, to, um, to, um, to book calls. Now we have a questionnaire before you can even book a call and, and speak with someone on my team. But when we did not have a questionnaire, we got all kinds of people either not showing up or showing up and having a different expectancy. And it was just not a good, a good vibe with our, with, for our client, um, for, for what we wanted to give to our clients. We had to reset the expectation. So what I would say here is one of our worst client experiences is when we don't vet the person that is getting on the phone with our team, right? So that's an example. So you have to consider for you, what is the worst possible client? And that's, that's not horrible, but I like, I, I work highly off of vibe. And if the vibe is not vibing, then we ain't vibing. So in order to get the people, the right people on, um, you know, discovery calls, Zoom calls, we had to we had to create not just a, a questionnaire, a form to fill out beforehand, but over the years, we had to tweak what those questions actually are. Now, when we get on the uh, get on my my team gets on discovery calls with people, it's a completely different vibe. So you want to look at that. OK. Next one is. Um, I can make sure this never happens again by ensuring that. So fill in the blank for whatever that thing is for you. How, how can you ensure those bad client experiences or negative vibey experiences um, for you or for the client don't happen again? All right. This is these are things you want to consider, you guys, when going into the high ticket coaching space as a coach, consultant or service provider. Right. I work in low ticket. I worked in high ticket for the majority of my career. So I've seen both sides and I've I've coached a lot of coaches, consultants, service providers, um, therapists, um, psychotherapists, just the gamut of of, of um, people. And not just coaches, I've coached, you know, not just life coaches, it's, it's real estate coaches, it's, I've coached CPAs, just the gamut, wellness coaches. And it's it's all the same thing because at the core, what I'm really coaching is how to build a coaching business and how to acquire the skill set of coaching and how to how to put your your systems and your processes and your SOPs and whatnot in place. Just like now, pitching you guys like before you go into the high tech coaching space, here's some things you definitely want to consider, because here's the thing. The Internet will just have you thinking, oh, well, I can just, you know, listen, I can just charge whatever I want. I'm good. I'll just. I'll just pick out a number, you know, uh, and this is this is how much I'll coach. This is how much it'll be. There's there's way more to it than that. I want you for for you to slow down and really think through it a little bit more than that. 
And when you think through and really have the uh, the um, journal, this mini exercise that I'm giving you to work with is going to help you put your mind in the right space of how to think about well, what am I charging for high ticket? Do I really understand um, the breadth of clients that I've had, the the good things, the bad things? Where do they hang out online? Um, why did they even pick me to be their their coach? What are their pain points? You have to understand all of these things in order to even um, think about going to the next level. Okay. Next one is the one thing my clients value the most that no one in the marketplace is offering right now is da da da. What is the thing? What is the one thing? Okay. Um, and I could make it my core um, proposition if I could. What is that? Over the next fill in the blank period of time. Let me read that to you again. Right. What is one thing that my clients value the most that no one is offering? Fill in the blank. And I could make it my core proposition if I could fill in the blank, do that thing over the next X number amount of time. Okay. All right. All right. Now this next segment, I was going to make this a two part training, but, but we'll, we'll go ahead. I'll, I'll not make it a two part training or should I? No, I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and make it a two part. I mean, I'll go ahead and make it just this one part. Um, so, but understand that this is, this is, since there's plenty of you here on live with me, understand that this is an, another section, but that still falls under going into the high ticket coaching consultant spaces. There's something called the value quadrant, the value quadrant. What that means is there's four different areas you want to look at when you're looking into going into the high ticket space and considering the client. The four things are the outcome. Number two is speed, like how long is it going to take them to get that result? But let me back up. Outcome is what is the outcome that you want to help them get? Speed is how quickly it takes to help them get that result, guide them through getting that result. Um, three is the likelihood of success, meaning their likelihood of achieving that thing. And then four is how much effort is required on their part. All right. So let's look at this. What I want you to do is if you were to ask your ideal client how to rate this product or service that you're looking about to charge high ticket for, if they had to rate that product, even though it's not out yet in the marketplace, what you're thinking about, if it was out and they had to rate it from one to 10, I mean, one to five, how would they rate it? So let's look at this. For outcome, if you're rating that from one to five, the outcome if they're going to uh, get the results they want with the teachings that you are um, providing, is it closer to one or five? One being, um, maybe, maybe not. Five being, yes, absolutely, if they put in the work, right? Again, you're going to have to go back and watch this and really do this. Speed, speed. Number two, how quick 
with your blueprint, with your framework, how quickly can they get the result, the transformation of the program? How quickly can they get it? One, oh man, it's going to take a long time. Five is they can, it's, it's all right. They can, if they do what I say, they can get it pretty quickly. All right. Number three is likelihood of success. How likely are they to, um, to get that result? One is, oh my gosh, yes. And five, I mean, one is, nah, five is absolutely yes. And number four is effort, meaning how much work do they have to put in, right? Because you're the coach, they have to do the work. One is they don't have to, they don't have to put in much work. Um, and five, no, no, no. One is they got to do a lot of work. Five is they don't have to do too much work. Okay. So what you're going to do is you're going to, you're going to do that exercise and um, this is what you're going to do next. Let's see. What's the, the easiest way for me to explain this? Ah, I got it. You want every single category of outcome, of speed, of likelihood of success, and of effort. You want them to all be fives because that means that you are creating like a, a top-notch five-star, if you will, program, right? You want them to all be fives. So if you're looking at the first one, which is outcome, you have to say, if my if my program or my service, if it's this, how can I how can I make it a five? How can I take it from from what I rated it to a five? And look at the second one, speed. How can I take it from a two that I rated it to a five? Likelihood. How can I take it from a three to a five? Um, effort. How can I take it from a two to a five? So what you want to do is you want to you want to use that measure and that framework to loctize your program before you even bring it to market. Are you guys with me? Before you even bring it to market, vet it through your own process, which is what I'm giving you in this mini training. Okay. All right. Um, you may or may not want to do this next part that I've noted down. And that is, um, as they're, as they're checking out with this thing, how do you want to increase the average order value? Sometimes it makes sense to do it. Sometimes it doesn't. What that means is when they're checking out, if you've ever been on a website that says, Hey, you just purchased this. Would you also like to purchase this as a one-time offer? You'll never see it on another page. It's $997, but you can get it here for $97. That's that's a one-time offer. So as your client is checking out, now we're talking high ticket. High ticket for this example might be $10,000. You're not going to have them run $10,000 on your website, chargebacks. That's a whole nother lesson. But when you are, when you are in the high ticket space, what you want to do is have people submit deposits to secure their spot. Most typically in the high ticket space, you don't just sell it unlimited because of the experience. It is a more high touch experience working with you, right? So you want to have them submit a deposit. So this particular part I'm talking about with this mini training, it would be on the deposit. So say your program, your high ticket offer is $10,000. You have them put in a deposit of $1,000. 
will end that when they're checking out on your website, paying the thousand dollar deposit. Do you want to have a one time offer in place on your website that you offer them to check out with? Right. So consider that. What could be your possible what's called an OTO one time offers? Possible OTO one, possible OTO two, possible OTO three. Now, you're not going to offer them three things. You are going to write down three ideas and the cost of what they would be um, so that when you start fine tuning this process to go into the high ticket space, you can see which of the three things you now consider would make the most amount of sense with the flow of how you've answered all the questions that I've just given you in this mini training. Right. It all has to mesh together. I can't stress enough. One thing has to complement the other thing from the messaging in your so on your social media that attracts them to the freebie if you're giving one away to the um, the copy on your your landing page to what the one time offer is all those things need to complement each other okay um, next thing is all right I'll skip over that one. All right, I'll give you this one as we close out. I want you to look at the the think consider the product, the premium service that you're considering offering and have two levels of it. Consider, I'm not saying you must, but consider having two levels of it, a general level and a premium level. I see that a lot. Okay, and we've done that in the past. Um Do I want to give you any more of this? We'll leave it there. I think that's, I have like four or five other things, but maybe I'll do that in a, a subsequent training. But it is my hope and prayer that that has blessed you in this mini training on things you need to consider as a coach, consultant, and service provider um, before you go into the high-ticket coaching space. It is not just pulling a number out of nowhere and saying, this is what I charge now. It's really considering the clients that you've worked with. What kind of results have they gotten? Um, you know, What are their pain points? Where do they hang out online? What do you feel like the market is missing? There's so many things, um, some of which we have gone over in this training. All right. See ya.